so much to talk about, but I think we'll start with the paid sick leave because that is what I've had the most correspondence about before I even arrived in at work. We'll try and get through as many of the topics today as we can, though. And the government acted with alacrity and introduced legislation requiring employers to offer all their employees 10 days annual sick leave. A number of employers already do that. We have 10 days sick leave at this company, and I think about half of the employers in this country offer more than the legal minimum. Uh, The government decided not to increase the maximum amount of sick leave that can be stockpiled by an employee. They're going to keep that at 20 days. The increase to the legal minimum is going to kick in from late 2021. The Greens wanted it in before Christmas. And Labour said, no, 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 no. No need to rush things. We'll introduce it and it will be become standard to have 10 days paid sick leave from late next year. Employers are already adding up the cost of this new feature. Workplace Relations and Safety Minister Michael Wood told Mike Hosking this morning that while it might be an upfront cost for employers, it's going to cost the country a whole lot more if workers drag themselves and their cooties into work because they've run out of sick days. Look, there is an upfront cost when someone is sick, but there's also a cost if someone comes into work, they're sick, and they spread it to other co-workers, reducing productivity and causing other people uh, to stay at home. And trust me, there's a big cost if we don't deal with this stuff well in the middle of a pandemic like COVID and we end up having an outbreak in lockdown conditions. Yeah, so there is a cost, and there is a cost to the country if people um, become unwell and they haul themselves in and they spread their germs because they have no sick leave and they have to put food on the table. But I've said it before and I'll say it again, I don't think the financial burden should be solely borne by business people. We all benefit when people stay home when they're sick. So therefore, surely it should be a taxpayer-funded cost. What happened to the team of five million? National says it's absolutely the wrong time to extend sick leave. Doubling sick leave just piles more costs onto businesses at a time when they can least afford it, coming on top of minimum wage increases and the proposal for an extra public holiday. And that's not even taking into account those poor businesses who are waiting for their Christmas stock, which is piled up on the wharves. I hope you heard the conversation we had around that yesterday, because that sounds like an absolute nightmare. So you've got all these extra stresses on business after a very, very busy year. At the same time, you've got stresses on employees who, especially the, the, those who work in perhaps slightly less well-paid jobs, slightly more mundane or routine jobs, who do not have the luxury of 10 days sick leave, who have to be able to provide for their families somehow. So they're going to haul themselves in if they've used up their five days sick leave on themselves or their kids because they simply can't afford not to go to work. The 10 days is going to give them that extra reassurance, but surely if we all as a country benefit from this, don't pile it all onto the shoulders and the backs of the business people. Let it be a taxpayer-funded cost. Put it on this magical tab that we've got where we're putting writing off everything. Print more money. Give everybody sick leave, and you have the sick leave, and you have the sick leave. So I'd love to hear from business on this. I mean, I don't know that we're going to be able to have any changes to the legislation now that it's been introduced. I hope we can, because I really would love to see this spread across all of society. If we all benefit, we should all contribute to the cost, shouldn't we?